Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a Welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.BandCamp.com, probably in AllThingsComedy.com slash TheDorkForest, because I'm on the All Things Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He will sing at the end his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady will fix this audio, and Vilmos is working on a new website for JackieCation.com. And so if you need website work, Vilmos is the guy to do it. Uh, JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com both have a donation button. If you have money and want to donate, please do. Now's the time. And if you don't, thank you for listening to it. It's all good. But if you want merch, you can get that at JackieCation.com. There's Dork Forest t-shirts, Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts, and then a stand-up shirt, Spooky Reading Girl shirt. And all shirts come with free stickers. Sure, who doesn't like a sticker? Also available on my website. Everything you order comes with stickers. There's CDs and DVD. Uh, the C- All three of my CDs and my DVD, the new one, They're all available. You can get hard copies. You can buy them as a group or you can get them streaming. You can get downloadable from Amazon or iTunes. You can stream that. This will make an excellent Horcrux DVD at ComedyFilmNerds.com. Donate if you can. Use the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com. It's white. It's on the upper right-hand side. It's above the Horcrux banner. Yeah, Watch videos and enjoy things. And there are premium episodes, about 10 of them, on thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. And those are episodes that are live that cost me money to make. So I charge you two bucks if you want the live episode. Clips are still free. And those are on YouTube or on dorkforest.com. There is my stand-up. Yeah, you can watch me do stand-up comedy on the road. This week I'm going to be in Winnipeg, Canada at the Odd Block Comedy Festival, and that will be fun. But let's, uh, enough of this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm back in my living room, and I'm with a returning Dork Forest guest. You are here, Karen Rontowski, ladies and gentlemen. It's at Rontowski on Twitter, on Periscope. You do a card of the day. It's KarenRontowski.com. Karen, you're one of my favorite comics. Oh, uh, well, and and ditto to you, my friend, to quote uh, Patrick Swayze from uh, Ghost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, finally, it's already begun, you guys. And you, you may remember, Karen, from when I was doing two two guests at a time. It was you and Jen Kirkman. Had to be two years ago, if not two? three. Oh, I think it's like five. She's become a, quite a success, and I have remained uh, down the street in Van Nuys. You're still uh, still working in the trenches, I am. and uh, so. You just came from uh, doing old people. I did old people in Florida. That sounds bad. And uh, you know what I've noticed? This is kind of off the topic, but, uh, you know, not just Southwest. Now the guys driving the Van Nuys Flyaway have their own stick. They're telling jokes on oh, the bus. Yeah. Everybody's got an act now. Everybody does. Why? Why not? Why, why not the guys from the Van Nuys Flyaway? I rode the Flyaway the other day, uh-huh. and I got off. And you know how they keep changing where you pay and how you pay uh-huh. and who you pay? Mm-hmm. So as we get off, there was a young man, uh, early 20s maybe, who um, was like, who do I give this $10 to? And the lady's like, no, you have to have a card. And he said, I don't have a card. 
And she said, well, mm-hmm. you're going to have to find someone who has a card that's going to let you. Uh, and I just, uh, I'm in line behind him and I was like, take this ticket, go mm-hmm. away. And then I went back to the thing and I got another <laughs> ticket and you know, it's like eight bucks now, right? I think yeah. eight or $9. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so she, uh, I get back in line and then he's waiting on the other side with the $10. And I was like, I think I've profited from this. This could just, maybe I'll just do this all day. <laughs> exactly. Is try to simplify the buying of the ticket for the fly at the Van Nuys flyaway. Yes. And which is still a good deal. It is a good deal, but you know, I have had that too. I've had to purchase for other people and that's fine, but it, it seems, uh. They're not making it easy. No, and I, I think I'm a mark because that has happened like a couple of times. Like people come right for me. You look approachable. Yes, they go, that lady has a dog. She must know what's going on here at the flyaway. Right. She's clearly been on the flyaway before. (laughs) And fair enough. Cause I, but remember when the flyaway was like $4? Yes. And, and parking now, I don't know. It was a dollar a day. Yeah, it was great. And and then they added, they expanded and now they're coming back down. They're getting rid of Santa Monica flyaway. Well, who needs it in Santa Monica? You're already doing good if you're in Santa Monica. It's already working out, you guys. (laughs) You might already have rent control. And so, but the weird thing is, is that I remember when it was $4 and a dollar a day to park. And I thought to myself, how are they doing it? Right. Well, clearly they were losing money because now it's eight bucks. And I think it's six or seven bucks a day to park, which is you might as well drive down to LAX. Exactly. And park down there. So it's a great story. Rangers, who didn't want to talk about travel on the flyaway bus from. Oh, with the jokes. And it's all about that hidden rudeness. If I haven't offended you yet, please come up to the front and I'll do better. Ha! Oh, God. I. No. Just learn to use the brake right. He was braking very hard and after a long flight it was very uncomfortable. I, I understand. I get it. I get it. And I, and I usually like the Southwest. Didn't you post something where the Southwest guy was hilarious? Was that oh, you? that probably wasn't me, but I love the Southwest. I'm, Sometimes. I'm into their credit cards and every, and I, the, you know what? I'm such a rapid rewards member. They sent me this thing that says you kicked butt. And so you give it to somebody that works at Southwest and yeah. then they get points on the oh. other end. And I was very careful and I used my five butt kicks very, in fact, I oh, hung on to one till today. Yes. And you use them wisely. Yes. That is very nice. <laughs> it, I never open. Anything from Southwest, because it's usually free drink tickets. And, and who uh, needs those? I don't want it. I know it might get me a Snapple, but whatever. And if you get, you can, you can't even give those away. If you have them and you're like to the person next to you, Hey, do you want a drink? They're like, no, no one wants a Southwest. N- nobody cocktail. wants a Southwest. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over there. Let's talk though. Let's get into it. Tarot oh. cards. You are my ghosty friend. You are my friend who knows things about the paranormal. You have a show at Flappers. Is it twice a month? Is it once a month? It is once a month and it is called Psychic Stand Up. Right. And, uh, they can, and everything, uh, my website, people can find everything, but we do, we have like four comics and a paranormal guest and the comics do a little time and then I read their tarot cards on stage and then, uh, fun things we didn't, uh, sometimes a paranormal guest is, I mean, sometimes it's a, it's a, a psychic and sometimes it's a medium. Right. And oh, we have psychics and mediums there anyways. And then okay. I always try to bring, you're right. I forgot about my own show. It's been a long day. <laughs> right. Um, and then, um, <laughs> we had like a guy do numerology. Everybody in the crowd got to do their numerology and we had a demonologist and we had a, what's a demonologist? Uh, that's a guy that if you have big trouble, that's who you call. That's my friend, Tommy. Oh, he'll exercise it. Essentially? Um, he does. Or he'll just get in touch with the demon and see what the hell their problem is. He know. Yes. He's, I, 
actually, he's fascinating. He knows dead languages and all this other stuff, but he knows if somebody really is having trouble in their house, like not just, oh, I think we have a ghost. Do you want to come see? Right. Like people, like things are flying around that shouldn't be. Yeah. People find Tommy. Okay. And, um, and so. he does awesome things. In fact, you want to hear the weirdest thing that I know if people have trouble in their house? Yeah. Is, um, dark entities don't like black lights. Oh, because me neither. Uh, I, really? What's happening? What? <laughs> it just it brings up all the dirt, doesn't it? Oh, well, yes, yes. I always thought. I think that, that's why yes. I don't like black lights. It may not be the same thing. <laughs> I've often said that. I I flashed, uh, got all the dark entities out of a hotel room and found there are worse things than dark entities. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, but please. yeah, I think that they think it's somewhat like what God's light would look like to them or something. But okay. if, if it's real trouble, bla- sleep with your black light and. And and trouble goes away. Okay, so if you're if you're freaking out because things are happening in your house that you cannot explain and it's creeping you out to the point where you're like, yep. no, no, I cannot sleep. I I am I am terrified. Turn get your a, house into a Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> get a Spencer gifts <laughs> and get one of those awesome. Have you ever had those mugs that change colors when you put hot liquids oh, in? Oh no! Wow, they're very nice. Anyway, we it's nothing like that. Whole... But it's the mug version of the dark light. <laughs> we could start a whole uh, demonology business. There's a line there. Tommy should definitely have a merch page with those things where things go away and then reappear. In oh, months. yes. I am drawn to those mugs against my will, oh, uh, wow. even though they are very Spencer gifts. <laughs> you know, someone gave me a mug for my birthday that says, uh, and it obviously was a re-gift from his job, and it said, uh, my sales are as hot as this cup. And I thought, the cup gets so hot, like, well, you can't hold it. And I right. thought, well, that's not really that's a good a bad travel. cup. Yeah. <laughs> you're a not... bad cup. <laughs> I can't do that. Wow. No wonder he re-gifted that to yes. you. He's like, oh, can you throw this out for me? The old Mitch Hedberg joke. Ah. Uh, so <laughs> what, uh, so you, do you do, I know you do tarot cards, like you'll do a, sh- you, you do paranormal conventions too. Yes, I just got back from Australia. I do, I'll give the real, the quick synapses. So I do the Karen Rontowski, by the way. <laughs> KarenRontowski.com. Yes, I do the, uh, I do the, the stand-up comedy. comedy with the talking and the, and it, the jokes. Yeah, and then sometimes I do the stand-up comedy with the talking and the jokes and the readings from the stage, which are real readings but are funny. Yeah. And then, um, during the day, I do, uh, tarot readings over the phone. Right, um, for cash and prizes. For cash and prizes. Right on. And, um, and that business gay is growing faster than I, like I have to take days off. Because that's going pretty well. But um, if I should slap myself that's on awesome. the back or whatever that's yeah, called. Congratulations. Thank you. So, um, oh, yes. And I just got back from Australia because I was working at the Australia Paracon. And that was in Sydney? Where was that? Yes, that was in Sydney, right outside Sydney. Okay. And it was very, a lot of things happened. Uh, they kept us busy from the day we got there. It was fabulous. Um, not only was it a paranormal convention, but they took us to the Blue Mountains and went to the rainforest. Oh, right, because they, they, they worked in um, touristy stuff. They did. And which in, is so decent of the Australians. They're the only country I've ever been to that thinks about it. They're like, no, we know we're far away. You're going to want to see a koala or yes. a kangaroo or some damn thing. Yes, yeah. and they, um, you know what I love, too? They all have that high minimum wage. I know this is, uh, and they uh, travel like all of them, they live to Walk travel. About. Yes. They are always in, <laughs> in other countries. And it's like, I'm slowly learning that my quality of life, I'm mm-hmm. not doing enough of things like that. But they, um, what, did you see a koala? 
Yeah. This is why I found out in the world, uh, I, I have to, uh, people just, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> if there's a message that you get from today's George Forrest, yes. <laughs> no one is responsible. We see the koalas, right? And they sit there on the thing and the one guy comes over and says, you can pet the koala on the rear end because that's okay ah, while they're sleeping. And you're so, in a group of uh, tourists? We're in a group of tourists. And so we all. And a man has announced. And announced. It's okay to touch the back don't touch the head they'll get upset and they have those little nails that look like they're perfect to scoop out an eyeball yeah, so don't claws. yes don't yeah. scare the, the the thing it will hurt you right so we all go through and we all take our picture with it and this and, that. and then the guy who's in charge who gave us all the information walks away just as i see two japanese girls who do not speak any english at all walk over to the koala where does the hand go Top of the head. Top of the head. Then I'm crazy tourists going, don't put your, they don't know what I'm saying and I'm waving my arms. And right. Cause like, your Japanese is just as bad as their English. <laughs> right. And uh, so you're like, did you miss the thing? And they're like, uh, we actually don't speak English. Uh, so <laughs> I don't, but, I was like, somebody should have stayed, that guy should have stayed there to point. Cause I don't want to see a Japanese tourist lose her eye. No, no. Cause koalas are so, so adorable. Who wants to see one go feral and, uh, yeah. and, and take, uh, you know, I, I one time was swimming in the uh in 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 the ocean over mm-hmm. there in Australia and one of the younger comics uh pops up his head uh where I am uh cautiously swimming <laughs> mm-hmm. and he goes hey there's a shark over there and then he points to the left and then he goes I'm going to go look at it and then he goes <laughs> and swims over by where there's he's and I was like well, you aren't very bright. Are you going to live? <laughs> and uh, he did. He did live. I believe he lives in a, uh, Ireland and does stand-up comedy in Ireland now. Oh, his name's Damon, now that he's made it out Damo, of the shark. whatever. I forget his last name. Not, not, whatever. But, yeah, there's uh, – people are – People sometimes with animals are they, animals make people dumb. Yes, yes. They're just like, look how beautiful that is. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grab that head and and boom. I'm gonna grab that head. I want to swim with the dolphins. I want to interrupt the lives of of giraffes. I know. And, and I have a. Um, I know we haven't even got to tarot yet, but yeah. I had my uh, animal communicator. Uh, oh, that's that, right. You have yeah. an animal communicator. She texted me that uh, when I was in Australia, Courage, my dog, wanted me to get him a stick. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I thought, well, that would make sense. He's a dog. He would right. run a stick. So I went out and I grabbed a whole bunch of sticks. Your, your dog whisperer lady, <laughs> your psychic dog whisperer lady is really good. Cause first of all, 3000 miles away, she oh, probably, yeah. and you're friends with this woman, right? You're oh, pretty close friends. Great friends. And she loves courage and she loves courage. And I, there's part of me that thinks she was thinking about you and going, God, I want, I miss Karen. <laughs> I bet you, you know what the, I gotta call her and tell her the dog wants something. <laughs> Not to say that she can't read to Courage's mind. No, yes. I, she has some, I have some Courage stories too, you see. So, so somehow it all rolls back to paranormal. But, she, but, so I got all these sticks and then I left them on my hotel room bed and then I went out with everyone to eat and I said, well, I was getting a stick for my dog and they said, oh no, no, you can't take a stick out of the country. No. Right. Because there's all, and then they started telling me about the parasites and spiders. And then I thought, oh, great. I left all those sticks on my bed. I'm going to come home to a bed of parasites and, and spiders. spiders. Uh, but it went okay. But, um, yes. Yeah, so he didn't get his stick. Right. Um, you I could have bought him one at the, could have bought him a rain stick. I should <laughs> over at the, uh, at, the, at the gift shop. But I tell you a funny, um, that this is a courage story. There's, uh, I was at my show. I was doing a show and courage was with me. Courage is a 
a t- tiny pampion who is beautiful. adorable. Yes. And he, uh, and he's my animal communicator friend named him the boss because he's so bossy. Right. And, um, she lives in Florida. So I was doing my show here and I said to someone, can you please hold the dog? I got to go do something. Right. And the next morning I turn on my phone and there's a message from the animal communicator and it says, this just in courage no longer wants to be referred to as the dog. Oh, there you go. Please call him, call him the boss. Exactly. Uh, fair enough. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll call that. Yes. I'll call anybody whatever they want to be called. Quite honestly, I'm a good sport like that. Yes. You want to change your name from TJ to Thomas? That's what my nephew did. Oh wow. And I was like, all right, you're a man. I'll call you Thomas if you want to be called Thomas. I wish it was Tom, but okay. <laughs> Because uh, is is when he was a boy, we called him TJ, right? And he doesn't like TJ anymore. No. He wants to be called Thomas. He's Somewhere, out of that stage. He's out of the TJ t- uh, times. He'd <laughs> yes. like to be called Thomas. I'd like to call him Tom, but uh, you do whatever you need to do, man. Although if he started a newsletter, the TJ Times would sound good. Well, that does sound good. Yeah. Or the Tom Tom Times. Oh, oh that's not right. Okay, so tarot <laughs> cards. How many cards are in a tarot deck? Uh, there are 78 cards in a tarot deck. Okay. They are uh, 22 major arcana and uh, the rest are minor arcana. And the minor arcana is from where we have gotten our regular playing deck. Okay, the minor, wait, 78 total. Yes. Uh, how many major, how many minor? 22 major. Mm-hmm. And then the rest are minor, so that's 78 56 minor. 56 or yes. whatever. And they, uh, the minors, uh, the way it works is the bigger cards, the major arcana cards, are when something kind of big and important is going on. They carry a lot more weight. Okay, because you shuffle the cards before yes. you touch them. And you're yes. like, I'm thinking about my question. I'm going to shuffle, 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 shuffle. Think about my question. Mm-hmm. Think about my question. And uh, and then you hand the deck back to the person who knows how to read the tarot cards. Well, some people do it like that, but I do a lot over the phone. Oh, and that's I'm right. very, um, I really, my, I'm very you try laid. try to connect, right? Yeah. I'm laid back. Like I was taught, um, some people are like, oh, the cards are the devil or they're magic. Or do you have to clean your cards? And I'm like, I was taught these are pieces of cardboard, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't well, worry about it. Well, that seems super sane. Yeah. And uh, good for that. <laughs> and, I think uh, it's because you're a comic and you're like, born skeptic. Yeah. I'm going to mock the thing, even the thing I love, I'm going to mock. I'm it, so sorry. Exactly. And when I shuffle, I shuffle them and then I give the person the deck and I say, can you split it into three piles? And I very clearly explain, this is my own superstition that I started that means nothing. You can't do it wrong. I just do it this way. Oh, there you go. Uh, but I do it over the phone when it's all me and the cards. So right. no difference. But I think it's more about the energy taking place. Rather than the, uh, you know, the hands-on or the, I have a friend that would tell me that was wrong and I should be clearing my deck and all this, but it's all working out, so I'm not worried. Right. And it's fine. And the, and I think to some extent, cause I've gotten my cards right. You've read uh-huh. my cards at least twice. And then, um, I think we went together to the psychic eye here oh, yeah. in, 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 uh, in Los Angeles and I've paid 20 bucks to get my cards sure. read. And one time I got my car, um, did I get my, uh, so, something happened. It was cards, I think, and then they recorded it on a cassette tape. Oh, yeah. This is probably 20 years ago because I listened to that cassette tape until I lost it. <laughs> and, um, and cause, and it was probably 20 years ago, but I asked, uh, I was babysitting for young Caitlin Schuster and she went to an acting class and down the hill from the acting class where I had to just kill some time, there was uh, a crystal clutcher store uh-huh. that had a lot of awesome, a, a, a sage opportunity. Things were happening. <laughs> and so I go in and for 20 bucks, you could get your t- Tarot cards read, and they would tape it on a on a thing. And I asked if I would get a boyfriend because that's what you ask sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, "Is there going to be a love interest?" Exactly. That's the and most one one of the top three questions. What are money and money, death? career, love? Oh, career, uh, not death. No. When rarely. am I going to die? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
so this woman did it and, and, and she, she was like, yeah, you're going to find somebody. And, uh, and there was this pause because I listened to the tape so many times. She was like, so I'm sorry to tell you this. It's a real slow card. This, uh, this, this relationship <laughs> card. <laughs> I know which card you had. Oh, good. Which you one? You must have had the Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups. Is that a slow romance card? Uh, yes. Well, Cups is, that is the best romance card, uh, for the minor arcana, but knights always have to do with action. So you have like your, um, your, uh, eight, your Knight of Pentacles. That means nothing's happening. It's moving. It's sitting. Everything's sitting. It's kind of stuck. Your Knight of Cups means things are moving slowly. Oh, okay. okay. And then your Knight of, um, Wands, which actually is known as the light bringer and also the comedian is about humor. Um, and he's a little bit reckless. And then you have, your um, Knight of Swords, which I call the Charlie Sheen card, because okay. that card is like fast. It's going to happen fast. And Tiger blood. Ti- yes. Yeah. And it's like it, that guy will get you from A to B so fast, but he will knock over everyone in the way without even any like okay. it's just like zoom. I got that. All right. So 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 Pentacles is sort of uh, you're 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 on a level. Yes. And and the knight, what about now are there queens? What are we uh, there are queens, in fact. Um the only difference between the the regular deck and our deck is um and the tarot deck is that we have pages. So it goes one through ten, page, knight, queen, king. Okay. And so the, the, the yeah. ten is a page, essentially. No, we have a ten and then a page. Okay. So oh, that's why there's four extra cards. Right. Right. I get it. And uh actually the court cards are really kind of interesting in that they are like if you're manifesting something, say you were in all wands and you're okay. manifesting an idea. The um page is when you sort of get that idea and you're not connected to it yet, but you're like, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a very special paranormal Netflix special. Yeah. And then the night is the action where you start to go, Okay, I'm gonna start to think about how I do this, where I'd put this. Then it it goes to the um the, the queen okay who is the impregnation of the idea oh, okay and then the king which is the idea happening oh there you go yeah so Bossy it's all Magoo. why does he get all the credit <laughs> anyway know. that'll happen and so <laughs> it turns out tarot cards might be sexist because they were invented when when were tarot right. cards well you know what that's always an interesting thing because there are so many different theories on it yeah uh, my favorite though because yeah, I yeah. have chosen the one that seemed the most interesting to me Fair is enough. that um, it used to be how gypsies that didn't speak the same language could communicate they would hold up the magician card like hey do you guys have a medicine man or they would trade cards like that okay um, but every time I read that somebody is sure where they found where the where they came up uh, somebody else does not you know somebody else so it doesn't it's matter. certain that it was not it. Right. And, uh, yes. And they also, uh, the cards are also, um, the deck that I use is the Rider Weight deck, which is, uh, you can actually trace where that came from and what she did. And that, how do you spell that? Rider what? Um, Rider, uh, R-Y? D-E-R? No, R-I-D-E-R. Oh, and regular then, Rider. Yeah. And then it's W-A-I-T-E. Okay. Weight, but with an E. Yes. The writer way. Cause this one looks like, is this sort of the most popular deck or no? Yes. Okay. And, and there's the most information on it, which was when I started out, I thought, um, if I could learn every single symbol, everything, every color, every line, I should be able to put these together like a puzzle and then I can read cards. Okay. And, um, then when I did that, my intuition sort of kicked in and the both work together. 
Okay. Um, but I pulled out two of the scariest cards just to explain to you why they're not scary. Okay. The okay. ones that look the scariest. Yes, because people don't like the death card. The death card is great. The death card means the end of stagnation. So oh, okay. people just need like to Like a re- new beginning. Kind exactly. Of thing. Okay. Exactly. It's connected to Scorpio and it's after the tough parts and, um, okay. So people hate the devil card. And if right. anybody wants to look online, they can look at the devil card and the tower card because they go in order. Um, now when we look at these are actually like, there's four cards that if I put them up, you'd be like, Oh, these all look the same, but I'll give you a real simple thing. The devil card, the devil sits on a rectangle because in the tarot rectangle means lie or untruth and a, um, square uh, means truth, honesty. Okay. So a long square, the rectangle Means you're fibbing it. You're lying. You're lying. Lie. Okay. Um, so when we see the devil card, what people don't understand is the devil has a belly button because it's what we do to ourselves. This is not an outside force where you might need a uh, black light. Oh, black light. <laughs> <laughs> How could I have missed the opportunity to call back the lost? No. So he's guilt, shame, old ideas that we're attached to that that's we're chained the devil? to. That's what the devil is. It's okay. all, it's almost always self-imposed. Oh, that's with the belly button because of the umbilical cord and exactly. stuff? So you're attached to all these things? He's okay. human. And you see the little chains on the people. They could yeah. take those off and walk away from this lie, but they don't. They just sure. keep feeding it energy and he keeps getting bigger. And then that rectangle there turns into the tower. They have locked themselves into this lie. Oh, okay. So this square is this tower. And what happens when people get the tower card, that's when the universe goes, that's enough of this. That's enough of this. Okay. And I'll explain. I have two ways that I explain the tower card. Uh, The first is we used to live in a similar uh, apartment building. Yes. And it was very cheap. And the people there were perhaps not so good to be around. No, they... uh... (laughs) I lived across the street from the perfectly cheap, uh, beautiful, heart full of love, but completely insane. <laughs> insane, yes. Yes. Insane. And before. you lived right across the, I mean, like almost next door. Yes. And she actually, so, so she was in my apartment when I wasn't there. Right. Which I didn't know. So, uh, so I know I need, I have to move out of there. I have to move out of there, but rent is so cheap. I, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. One time I We're come. talking $500 yes. for a one bedroom with off street parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. It was. And so one day I come back and she had started adopting all the cats in the neighborhood. Come back <laughs> off the road. My compart, my apartment and my car are so infested with fleas that I have to move out the next day. Okay. Right. I had to find an apartment. Like I say, that's the tower card. That's the universe going, you wouldn't go. You knew you were supposed to go and you wouldn't go. So we threw all these fleas in there. So you would so get the out. universe is saying, <laughs> um, you knew you, better. You will not make this decision. <laughs> we will make this decision. Exactly. So if you got the devil card first, then you should look around your life right. and go, what am I holding on to that I should probably be letting go of? Exactly. Well, there you go. And then the other situation for this is kind of interesting with the tower card is when I was doing, uh, I was going to be on letterman one day i flew out there and this was the card of the day the tower card and i was like oh god that's disaster what's going to happen i get off the plane in new york and they call me and they say oh you got bumped right okay, so i come back mm-hmm. and then the next day eddie calls me and goes we had the worst crowd in the history of the show last night you were so lucky you weren't on 
Oh, there you go. So that's kind of a positive. So those are the two cards that kind of scare everybody. Yeah, so. they scare everybody. And the yeah. death card isn't that big of a deal either. No, the, there is a real death card that people don't realize it's the death card. <laughs> and um, when, when it comes up, <laughs> the, is there a lot of silence for a couple no. of beats where you're like, how do I spin this so that they can be okay and try to warn them to that get they're their shit die. together? Well, um, uh, I don't think we can predict that. I think that's between the person and their God or whatever happens yeah. there. But the only way that I do read it is sometimes I'll see something's going on in someone's life and I'll say, okay, someone just passed in the last year. I'll be around something. Did your mother pass in the last year? And I always tell them this is in the past. This is not the future. And it's always because it has to do also with speaking with the dead. So it's a good ghost hunting card, but it's oh, right, like, right. but it's never, I never see it as a future prediction. I see it as a, as a past. We're talking about your father or somebody that passed or something like that. Oh, right, right. So what about, um, I guess here's my next, I, what, what happened was, is in the middle of it, I was like, is there something that I could ask the deck that then you could read? Sure. That wouldn't be, uh, too scary. Sure. And, uh, what about, um, we could make it something simple. Like what? Um, uh, what, what's a simple thing that people ask? Cause I was thinking of a sort of a, um, it was possibly too, too specific. Like, am I going to write the great American novel? Okay. But type oh, of thing. we can ask that. Yeah. Because that would actually, um, and then I will explain to you how this will lay out in your answer. And I'm shuffling if there's weird noises in the background. The noise is shuffling. <laughs> um, th- because what it's going to show me is the path that you are on right now and where your stumbling blocks will be. Okay. To write a novel. Right. This will make okay. more sense. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle. As it. has been established, uh, on the door course earlier, Jackie Cation would, would, would love to have written a novel. Uh, in other words, I do not wish, uh, to do the work to write a novel. And, um, but I want to write a novel. Uh, I just know that it's a great deal of work. <laughs> oh, and, um, so. Who knows? What will, so here's the thing. Will I ever get my shit together and write a novel? How about that? All right. Okay. All right. So now we even have, and uh, that is a good question because actually, wait till I finish. You'll be amazed. See, that guy there has a, a, a square. Uh, it's a lady. She has a square on her head. Oh, good square in your so head, she's lady. She's honest. That's justice. She's honest. Justice should be honest. Yes. Okay. I'm going to move my microphone. I'd be so disappointed. Oh, look at this. If justice were not honest. You <laughs> know. Okay. So here oh, is. Oh, I see. The, the square is on the crown. Yes. And you can ask me a more specific question after this, but here is what I have. Okay. So first of all, the justice card is behind you. That is also the card of fine arts and karma. So you have already done the work. And that's how I want to put it. Okay. Um, because back here is back and forth. This is the two of uh, pentacles, which is telling me you've gone back and forth with this idea. Nothing moving oh, forward. There you go. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now you are in the Ten of Swords and this is a very interesting card because this is exhausting. You're exhausted with this right now. <laughs> I <Okay>. am exhausted. <laughs> I'm feeling better because I'm a Western medicine triumph. But yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, the uh, Your challenge card is to just let that move through. You have a little time before this even goes into what you want to do. Okay. So let it go through. You also have a lot of other stuff coming up. So I'm going to just use the term exhausted right now. 
in your head. There is one little thing about it, though. Um, this idea of what you want to do is from, it's almost like it's from a, a nostalgic idea. It's from a while ago. It's, this is not Very a new thing. Very much so. Yeah, and there's a part of you that when you get down to, when this idea gets down to earth, you will be able to grasp it more and do it. But here's the thing. You have, you, when you write this book, there will, you will be even more popular than you are now because things what? are changing around you. I know. How is that even possible? <laughs> You will, the next time you get on the Van Nuys Flyaway, they will know who you are. Oh, that's like, how popular you'll be. Did you know that's Jackie Cation? <laughs> Author Jackie Cation. And she bought my ticket last time. <laughs> um, so what's going to happen, actually, though, is things are going to balance out. And I actually feel like there's going to be another element in here, like you do the podcast and the comedy, another element that's balancing out that's going to feel, make you feel like you have more of a foundation for this. And at that point, this sort of um, where I said this idea was a little far, you'll be able to pull it back down to earth, take a good look at it, time it out, how you're going to do it. And then as soon as you get the how, what you want to do is going to come fast, like it's not even going to be a problem. It's uh, so the 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 only the only thing uh, is sometime in the future I'm going to figure out how to write a book. Right. And once I figure that out, it's going to. Go- <laughs> wow, that really does sum it up. It really <laughs> because you are correct. Yeah. It is the how. I got the why. Um. Um. It's just. Um. Yeah, it's pulling the trigger on it. So, um, and and it'll be great, but you're already going to have more steam behind you. Like it'll be like you almost will have people going, no, no, it's time to put out a book. And that's what they call passive, uh, income. Oh, passive income. He doesn't want passive income. (laughs) Sound exchange. Thank you very much. Yes. And, uh, and you know what people always ask me about gambling. So I have an interesting story about gambling with the tarot, which is, um, my dad, uh, it plays the racehorses. Okay. Okay. So one day he said, I have a program in my hand. Tell me who's going to finish in the first five races. Okay. <laughs> so I did all the- <laughs> no. Wow. You might want to look into their breeding, Mr. Rontowski. I know. Okay. Well, he said, it was what we wanted to see if we could match them up. All right. So what it was is every, in every race, I got who was picked to win. I said number two is going to win in that one. Number five is going to win. Oh, I had, there you I go. That one, but they were not exactly the winners. So I could tap into the top pick, but mm-hmm. I didn't get all the winners. Right. So you could pick the ones that had the best odds to win. Right. But you couldn't actually pick the winners because in, uh, no one can. Well, yes, because in this reality, yes. right now it was picked. But in that moment, we right. went, maybe we went into a different, what is that where you, like uh, parallel the universe? string theory where we oh. went the universe where they lost, but there's mm-hmm. one where they won. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> it's Because, uh, well, the thing is, is in the moment, things could happen. Right. You know, there could be a pebble and a shoe, and a pebble can, uh, can, throw, sure. can throw a game. You don't know. Sure. Did you, are you watching the new thing with James... Uh Franco? Nope. Where he? Oh, well, <laughs> almost there. never. It's um, like that. Is it just like that? That <laughs> no. new thing with James Franco is almost like no. that. But what what is it? Is it on Netflix? He goes or is in it on someone's a... kitchen and keeps coming up in '63, and then he's going to stop. Oh, 1963. Yes, I tried From... to read that Stephen King book. I yeah. also tried to listen to it on audio. It was too ha- too yeah. thick for me to bring on the road. Yeah. And then, uh, for some reason, my iPod stopped working with my brother Phil's Audible account. Wow. So these are, again, a great story right here in the middle of the show <laughs> about, about something that else, never happened. But something that didn't happen. But I, cause I, Dana Gould recommended that book because I've never oh. been able to finish a Stephen King novel. Oh. And, uh, mostly because I think they're going to be scary. But not even the Green Mile? Not even the Green Mile. 
And, uh, but that, that movie was a little slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't like drama. And you know, out. I don't read, but you know what I have to say since what? we're way off the skirt? Yeah, yeah. I made that up way off the skirt. We're off the skirt. Off the are skirt. you, are, what about sewing? Anyway, go. I sew. I have a sewing machine. I shouldn't say so. Uh, I tried to put it off forever and then I started Game of Thrones and that is why I'm in a good mood. I finished season six. I cannot tell you. That's the one thing that, that is lives, a lot. It lives of up television. to the hype. All right, you've totally enjoyed it. Unbelievable. It makes me cry in some places because I think, why are human beings so violent? Well, it's, uh, that's the one, that's another one I tried to, tried to get into, but I couldn't get into because I was like, oh, all these people are going to be dead. But, um, all the people I like, but they had that same, and, and that's, and that's not the fault of the media or the medium. Right. Because I had that same feeling at the end of the first Godfather movie where, you know, that long shot. Uh, there's a long shot at the end of the first movie where a guy kisses um, the Godfather, the new Godfather's ring, uh-huh. and his wife sees it, and she has this kind of puzzled look on her face. And I'm like, "Oh, that relationship isn't going to work out." <laughs> and so I never watched the Godfather two or three. All I remember was about the Godfather was that the, they pulled up at the toll booth, and then they all got shot. And I said they're very strict about exact change <laughs> in the toll booth. Um, my, but everybody I know loves that movie with the power of the sun. All my brothers, oh my everybody, God. it's it's their favorite movie. Oh. That and King of Comedy. Did you ever see that with uh, uh, Jerry Lewis uh, plays Johnny Carson and Sandra Day O'Connor? No. 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 Sandra Bernhardt, probably. Is it black and white? Uh, No, 1974, 75. And it's, um, but it's essentially, it's about a stand up comic. uh, I should. Rupert Pupkin. Remember Rupert Pupkin? Have you heard that? Well. This is a very much like the blind leading the blind <laughs> here. We'll just go, you know what I didn't see? You know what hey, you Rangers. didn't see? <laughs> this is going to be... Well, well, the thing is, is I've never been able to finish The King of Comedy. Oh. This, our dorkdom, it, this middle patch, Rangers, is going to be uh, failed dorkdoms of Jackie Cation. <laughs> but um, so what we have is the tarot card. So now I also, I read a great book in in college uh, by Charles Williams, of old British dude, where he, it was called The Greater Trumps. Oh. And it was about, uh, a, 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 a traveling gypsy group, or Romany, if you want to call them by their, their, you know, okay. not gypsy name. Sure. Um, they had, uh, the live action, they had like the chess set for the tarot. Oh, cards. for the tarot. Oh, yeah. Nice. So they had the live action part of it that had been their mystical, it was in their luggage, ah. and it was in one of the vans. <laughs> but it was an amazing book. I think uh, the Greater Trumps, and I don't think it was by C.S. Lewis. I think it was by Charles Williams. Oh, but oh. it's a it's a great book. I, they should make that into a movie so you can watch it because you yes. have dyslexia. Well, you know what? Too the um, it's very funny. Like the tarot seems to be a trip word, or it seems to make people very nervous. Like I do the Periscope every morning. I do or Monday through uh, Friday, eight thirty. I do the tarot card of the day, and I give people here's your little thing to think about, and then here's what you think about today day, help you through the day. Yeah. And then the rest is for people that really want to know about tarot. I go, this is what this symbol means. And I show them what cards it matches up with and the whole thing. And it goes about five minutes, but I post it on Twitter and Facebook. So if anybody wants to just, you know, kind what of like today's? affirmation. Because today is. Today was, it's Saturday. Yep. And I had no internet at my parents. Oh, that's right. But we okay. can do a card of the day right now. Let's do a card of the day, you guys. Okay. This and, isn't um, going to go up for a couple of weeks. So this is. Oh. Uh, 
uh, August 13th, I think it is. So you can and look back. Look and back see. and see if it mattered. Or it could, yes. <laughs> or if it, if, if it, if it, if it but affected. But you know, whenever we say tarot cards, here, I even let you pick the card. Um, it's like Hollywood doesn't like them or people get very nervous. And whenever they see the pentacles, there's always some person on a uh, periscope that goes, Oh, the that's devil. the devil because it's the pentacles. And it's like, no, the devil, the pentacles are upside down. So that they're right side up. When they point down, that actually means down to earth. And when they point up, that means to the heavens. Okay. But people do that wrong. But anyways. right, right. Different people interpret that symbol. Um, the only symbol I think that uh, you can't fix for me is the swastika. Oh yeah. Uh, everything yes. else. Everything else. I'm willing to go with the pentacle is just a star. Exactly. And, and <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna. You can't really reintroduce the swastika back into my no. life in any sort of a way, shape, or form that's going to make it work. That or the toothbrush mustache. Either oh, one. Interesting. Can't, oh, can't right, have oh that. Hitler's mustache. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, Charlie Chaplin. Not even that. You Not can't either. say you have a Chaplin because <laughs> uh, Hitler ruined it. I'm he so did. sorry. Over yes. the top. Uh, okay. So our card is Temperance, which has a very simple message which is about balance. Okay. Okay. Balance. And actually this card means verification. So when this card comes up, there's two cards. I'm going to show you another card. There's a 10 of swords and there's the, the, you put those together. That's bad contracts. That's bad paperwork. So, um, if anybody, well, they, they can look cause we're actually audio, right? Yeah. Okay. So they, so the 10 of swords is bad contracts. When you put it with temperance, that means verification. So this is, this is, is this a sword or is this a, uh, no, this is a major arcana card. So, oh, it's, so it's not an right, anything. It's right. a major card. Right. So temperance. Oh, cause it has a word. Yes. Okay. So, um, so temperance, if it's paired up, with a ten of swords means that you should look around, check your paperwork. Paperwork, yes. Okay. Very but what much. if you just get temperance? Uh, then that alone would be about, it would be a positive card. Um, unless, okay. So, and what it is is something about this card. For example, um, whenever we see water or blue, that's subconscious. That's your subconscious working. She has one foot in the water and one foot on land, which means very good balance of things. Okay. Okay. Um, her wings are red because red in tarot always means desire and desire is what moves us forward. So okay. her wings are what start her moving forward. Um, let me see what else we can put here. Um, it's just the very, whenever we see a path, that means you're on the right path. Okay. okay. Look where it's going. And I think in the back there, I don't have my glasses. Yes, mountains. Mountains always have to do with achievements, usually past achievements, which means you've been there before. Okay. But this card is also the card of excellent health. Okay. Okay. If someone's sick and this comes up, that means full recovery. Also the card of pregnancy. Okay. And this comes up, just a little tip. Um, this came up with someone I knew that was getting a divorce and I was like, don't go back with him because you're going to have sex and then you're going to get pregnant. You, it's that time. And then you're going to spend, uh, the next 20 years having to talk to that guy. Uh, <laughs> but well, bingo, I was right, but that wasn't the path that was taken. Oh, there was, oh, was a different she, path. Yes. Yeah. But that was, so that is the pregnancy card. All right. So that is the pregnancy card. That is the health card. You know, I had some health issues. Do you think that that's a yeah, good thing? Cause I, sure. I have full recovery. I'm a triumph of Western medicine right now. You're a, doing great. I know. We'll do, we'll do your health real quick. You want to do my health? Yes. Work? Okay. And this is what I tell people too, cause you're being very brave. Cause I know that you're, <laughs> I always tell people, don't check the cards. Don't get an idea before I tell you what the cards mean. Cause some of okay. them they look bad, but they're good. Okay. So, okay. So we'll do Jackie's health. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's funny that you would say you're being very brave because whenever I get a cold, 
And I don't, cause I never get sick, right? I just, I don't. This doesn't, this doesn't break down. This is peasant stuff. You're like me. I have Viking DNA. Do you have Viking DNA? I think so. All right. I have a peasant stock. This was built. My joke is that, uh, this was built to lift up cards from one side of other people's property to, uh, the other side of other people's property. And it was not, it was not built for anything but. Um, that. <laughs> so, all right. This is it doesn't great. get sick. Okay. It looks all right. It looks great, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So, um, here is what's in the back, and we have the moon card, which is always about unclarity, which tells me that there unclarity things were very unclear, so okay. you didn't know what was going on, this and that, blah blah blah. Oh, I was okay. worried. Yes, and yes. this is um a family card with it, so probably somebody in your family has the same sort of thing or will or something. A ten of pentagrams is the is the uh. That's a, it's a family. That's a family in there. And oh, that's, that's a family. In yeah. There. Okay. And, and the, these are ten of pentacles, which, if in a different situation, this would mean you're getting an inheritance or money. Oh wow! But it's connected to the to the moon card. So that means family. Okay. So okay. So right now, two things, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but right now, I would say there's number one, a mental exhaustion with your um, what you're fixing, and number two, a little bit of a back and forth, but that's still a good thing, and I'll tell you why. Your challenge card is the fool card. This reading has not only good health over here, but this is about letting something go, um, whether it's uh, uh, habits or old ideas. There is right in front of you, you may feel a little resistance with it, but this is back again, perfect health. Magician, justice, hermit. Hermit is the card of getting old, old age, very good. So this is going to pass. Okay. But you do have this card of letting stuff go. And in this card that looks like a bad card, it's the five of cups. He is looking at the three cups that he was like, oh, how did I... Damn, but he turns around, the two <laughs> oh, cups are two up, full cups. everything's good, everything's flowing, water under the bridge, moving the other way. So, so he's just got to turn around. He's just got to turn around. If he turns around, he's uh, things are all going to work out for yes. him. So if I let go of something, God, yes. you know what I can do? I can, I, I can check. Uh, here's what you should know. If you are listening to this program and you are thinking to yourself, <laughs> What the fuck? What's with the hippies? And uh yeah, what you should know is that uh I believe all of it and none of it. So I am on board. I am on board <laughs> with uh I will uh to quote War Games, a movie that Karen Rotowski may or may not have seen. Nope. I will piss on a spark plug to fix my life. <laughs> so uh if this would tell me to get my shit together, I will do it. So I can I can learn to let go of something. So I'm gonna look into uh the Louise Hay book yes. of affirmations. Yes. And Louise Hay will tell me uh how do I let go of a Pokemon in my uterus, uh which was a, a non rare fibroid like thing. Too much lady talk. Anyway, fellas, you get it. You're related to women so anyway you, but your poke is your pokemon gone it is uh the, oh that's the, right right okay. the, the doctor threw a pokeball up there caught him took him wow. out gotta catch them all yeah he was great and i just i went up for a checkup yesterday uh-huh. and he still has the worst social skills in the world uh-huh. uh doctor uh the surgeon whose name i'm because he's a great doctor uh-huh. but he's just doesn't like when i was said oh i'm nervous about the anesthesia because i've never been put under anesthesia oh, I love anesthesia. oh my god i they turn you off I don't like it. Oh. And uh so but the I didn't know I never had it. Have you had it? Oh yeah, I love it. Where what did you have it for? Uh I years ago I had it for I had a vein pulled out of my leg. Oh there you go. But I think I've had it other times. I'm very good with uh being put under for for <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm, well congratulations. Like, yeah, I have friends that like uh you know, ayahuasca and stuff, they're like such control, they don't want to do it and I'm like, boom, totally okay. Bring did it you on. do ayahuasca? I have done ayahuasca. Do you know that both Zach Sherwin and Mike Kaplan, two comics from the East Coast, uh want to come on the door 
pork forest and talk about the joys of ayahuasca. Oh, it's very, yeah. It's, well, it is, but it's also a, um, that's a whole nother conversation, but man, I, I. It should be guided too, shouldn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. You should have a shaman and it's not, uh, it's, I don't, I think that, not them, but somebody was talking about doing it too much. I don't know how anybody could do it more than once a year because it's very a big deal and it's very taxing and it's very. Well, it sounds, first of all, it sounds like, I, I don't want any part of it. Anyway, uh, it sounds, <laughs> I, it sounds like anesthesia. It sounds like something's Yeah, it wouldn't be for you. If you like, don't like anesthesia, you wouldn't like this. Right. you have to surrender. And I also didn't like, um, mushrooms and I don't like, uh, acid. Like I once did a fourth of a hit of acid oh. and I freaked out. And then when it kind of calmed down a little bit, I was like, oh, I would like to do more. But that's because I have an addictive personality. And then I did mushrooms and I didn't like it. But I was like, oh, there's mushrooms again? I'll do mushrooms again. <laughs> and, and then I didn't like it the second time either. And then the third time they came up, I was like, oh, okay. I'll, are, they're free? Okay. I mean, the weirdest, it's just horrible. It, the, I mean, it doesn't. I don't like the drug. Uh, my problem is the free drug. Right. Your problem is the no. The right. The problem is not today. Right. The problem is the no. <laughs> I did those when I was younger and I didn't, uh, yeah, I was always, I'm always okay to fall into that, but you know, I, I have the hippie thing, but the ayahuasca is actually, um, way more of a spiritual journey. Like I, like I really, than, than, than a, than a drug use. Kind yes. Of thing. It doesn't, yes. it doesn't feel like mushrooms. It doesn't feel no, like acid. It feels more than any of those. It, you are almost like, uh, let me say how, like an out of body or? Yes. Out of body completely. Or there are, um, like there's some sort of healing that goes on with your energy that I've ne- I did it once. And I will tell you from that day on, I had a better reputation, a better, um, a relationship with my parents than I ever have because I let go of something and I don't even know what it was. It was like, it was like 15 years of therapy in a night. And, um, there were so many good well, things. Well, that holds that. some allure, does it not? Yes. But you know, it was funny because I did it with two friends that were not on the same path as I was like, cause I was like, yeah, let's just do it. And they had anxiety and one got very ill and one, and I couldn't help, but I was so distracted by them. And you sort of have this vine spirit that speaks to you. So I'm thinking, I'm so worried about them, I can't get into what's going on with me. Okay. So the vine When you spirit, guys had like a, a shamany person yes, with you? Yes, yes. Which so was, was that, great. So the and, shamany and that, was helping them. Good. And the shamany was, the shaman, shaman <laughs> the shaman person was um sober? Like, uh, like no, they have to be a little skin? under so they can go where you go. Okay, so they're so you got a, sort of a lighter version it. of ayahuasca, but they right. do it more often so right. they know what the hell. Right. And then but but whoever that person was was trying to help your anxious friends, but right. there but there was a a thread coming out of you that was worried about them as well. Yes. And then the vine spirit yells at me. What is the vine spirit? The vine spirit is sort of the spirit that's guiding you through this. And she sort of talks to you. And she said things like she said to me. Like a little fairy, like in it, Zelda? No. no anyway. it does, I don't remember what she looked like, but uh, like she's like. But it was she, like a guide. Like, it was like, like a, a conversation in my head. Like the things she said to me about my parents is she said, you don't need their approval. They love you because you have so much compassion passion for them. She said that over and over and over. And that was like a click. I don't even know what that meant. And then there was like a thing. With I it. know what that means. It means that they love you because you have so much compassion. Right, for them. Right. <laughs> that is the greatest that if, if there's the message of this damn show is have compassion for your own parents. Sure, yeah. 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 And, uh, and then, uh, she, what was very funny was, um, because later on, I'll tell you who the shaman was. So, um, when I had Andy well, that, Dick, I know. That would have been- <laughs> 
Sorry. I've done, I've done it twice. So the first time okay. I was just with the shaman. The second time I was with my friends and I couldn't let go. I couldn't, it was really anxious. So the vine spirit said to me, you know why you're anxious? Because you're a damn control freak. And if you would just let them have their trip and just listen, you will be fine. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. 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 Who doesn't want to, who doesn't want to <laughs> scrabble around in other people's brains and try yeah. to fix them? Exactly. I, I bet you I could fix you from here. And, uh, no. Yeah. And, yes. And you your can, vine spirit was correct. Yes. And you can ask her things. And, um, like one time I asked her about a guy and she goes, let me ask you a question. If someone makes you happy, why are you not talking to them? That was the whole thing. That was it. Oh, there you go. And she showed me the light between us, which was positive. And then uh, I said, what should I do about my career? And she said, first of all, let your hair go gray and go into how old you are. Go face forward into that, push into that. And she told me to be the silver fox. And then my the shaman s- goes. Yeah, yeah, I remember the silver fox when I was in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the shaman said to me, how awesome. You had a chance to speak with a spirit that connects all the world. And you asked about your hair. <laughs> Yeah, I do want to know who the shaman was because that person sounds funny. <laughs> they are, and uh, so wow, that I want to now surprise that ayahuasca message, didn't it? It did. I I see why people would want to do that. If if you feel like you come out of it where there's just this huge revelation of like, well, yeah. you are a control freak. Let yourself let it go. Yeah. Um, I was just hanging out the other day and I was I was talking to a bunch of people and and uh, this guy said, you know, the difference between. What is it? Uh, the difference between a liar and a bullshitter, don't you? What? Because uh, she said, he said, because we're all, we're all either liars or bullshitters. And he didn't mean everyone on the planet. He meant the people that I was with. Oh, okay. So <laughs> specifically, and I was like, wow, which one am I? Which one am I? And uh, a liar will lie for gain, for personal gain. And oh. a bullshitter will lie. To have fun. Right. Just for entertainment. Oh, I know those. Yeah. It's uh it, Donald Trump is a, yes. is a bullshitter. Yes. And it's, and well, it's both. He's both. Well, except for that. He doesn't, he doesn't have to gain. He, the only thing he has to gain at this point is entertainment. Both. Oh, and uh, no, cause he doesn't want the job. Right. And right. What, if he gets the job, he, no one more than him, the worst case scenario is that he steps out of the way and people who think that Mike Pence could do that shitty job will mm-hmm. vote for Mike Pence. And Mike Pence is a horrible uh, economic leader in addition to not respecting uh, my person uh, as right. a lady. Oh. And I have a little sciencey thing for the ayahuasca, yeah. which is very interesting because um, everybody sees electric snakes around them. And I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Thank God you got us off Trump and onto I electric know, snakes. Well, you get there is it's sort of like a, a, it's like a Reiki session on on speed because at one point I went to get up and go to the bathroom and the, and she said to me don't get up we're not done and I couldn't move from my legs down so I was like okay and there was some mm. sort of movement blah 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 so meanwhile I'm getting a little slideshow of like Aztec you know those things where they it's uh, the guy dancing with the flute and I get all this stuff right like so, cave painting a cave painting and I go so later on when I was speaking with this vine spirit I said. Uh, why didn't I get the electric snakes? And she said, you couldn't handle the electric snakes. And I had said I wanted to see The Matrix. And she goes, you're not really ready for The Matrix. I, I go, no, I guess I'm not. The movie The Matrix? <laughs> well, the real there's a real Matrix that I was obsessed with. There's a real... Oh, there's oh a when you were on to. Ayahuasca, you said to the Vine Spirit, I, want to see the I would Matrix. like to see The Matrix. Yeah. And the Vine Spirit was like, don't you're be not, ridiculous. You're not ready yeah. for another time. If When I do Ayahuasca, I'm going to ask if I can see Middle Earth. Yes, and you I could. Want to see, 
and it would be that's what I would want to see or yes. Harry Potter world exactly. and not Orlando. Oh, like yeah. real Harry Potter world. Yeah, well, it's so, but I heard this physicist that does ayahuasca talking, and he said that he thinks the electric snakes are, they are restructuring your DNA, which I would completely agree with, because it made such, that made such a change in my life, that even my friends were like, what, what have you been doing? What is right. it? You're so much lighter. It was such an impact on, on, on your day-to-day life. Yes. Because it just took something away. Yes. It, yes. It was like, like I said, it was like 20 years of therapy without it. It, it took the negative energy or whatever it did. It was just great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. My health is uh, going to be fine. Yep. And then I'm, if I turn around and look at those cups that are half full, right? Uh, things are going to be things great. are going to be great. Yes. So, but this right here on. is great health. I love this. Okay. What do you you may want to go to the dentist though. Oh, I'm not surprised. I've okay. been to the dentist in a... <laughs> Hermit is the dentist. The Hermit is also the dentist? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let me pay off my uh, deductible. I have comedian insurance, oh. which means that it's catastrophic. And so my deductible, I got my first uh, bill two days ago, uh-huh. and I've been on Twitter going, hey, if you've been thinking about donating to the Dork Forest, <laughs> now's the time. Get yourself yes. together. But I get it if you don't have any money. Yes. Uh, oh, and lastly, the magician, which mm-hmm. means you have all the tools to fix whatever's going on. Okay. Oh, good. I do have all the tools. Yeah. And uh, I'm told that on a regular basis, <laughs> that I have all the tools to fix what's wrong with me. As long as I use them, there don't leave go. them in the toolbox. <laughs> Turns out you need a crescent wrench. Why don't you go get a crescent wrench? Try not to unscrew that with your fingers. Exactly. The and, wand may have, be what, may have been what he removed the uh, Pokemon with. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so the funniest thing, so the, when, I, when I went in before the insur- uh, the, the surgery, I said I was nervous about the anesthesia, and he, the doctor, uh, no social skills. He goes, and he makes a joke that it took me a day and a half to realize that it was a joke. This oh. is before the surgery. He goes, yeah, a lot of people die. Uh, sometimes people die under the anesthesia. He oh. didn't say a lot. He said sometimes. He said sometimes people die under the anesthesia. I can't get anyone to sign that release. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why would I ever tell anyone I was a comedian? Why? Oh, and I know I won't tell you. I have another scary anesthesia thing, though. Oh well, it's fine. I don't have to go under anesthesia oh, okay. now. Because some people they had a, a story on twenty twenty or something where some people <laughs> were feeling everything, but mm-hmm. they couldn't move from the anesthesia, so they were feeling the whole surgery go on. <laughs> I know, I know horrible things. Wait, I have a hor- right. funny horrible Australia story for you, though. Please, because this is how crazy people are. So this is very sad. So we're going to end on a sad note. But a woman oh. and her friend, a woman had just finished all her cancer treatments. She was cancer free and they went to Australia to um, celebrate yep. and the woman uh, got eaten by a crocodile. I know and she was doing she was the- they were doing something they were by a crocodile crocodile went, and my mother goes oh my god that crocodile is going to be so sick from the chemo. Oh your mother is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you think about it uh, she uh, she died doing something she loved. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Fucking with animals. I know. Leave the, there was, that was the other thing. The same guy who went looking for the shark, he jumped into a crocodile. There was a sign that says crocodiles. And so he thought it was funny. So he jumps in and then he cut later. He says, so I jump in and I'm, and I'm just kind of paddling and two little girls come over and they got ice cream cones and one of them's licking an ice cream cone. He goes, they saw a croc here about 45 minutes ago. (laughs) And he's like, paddle, paddle, paddle. It's like, you're, that's cause you're dumb, Damo. Oh yeah. Damo, you're, his name was Damo. Oh. Uh, and uh, he also did not know that Cabernet Sauvignon was called Cabernet Sauvignon because in Australia, it uh, when you're 22, uh, you just call it Cabo. 
You, oh, you, you go I to never the, heard Cabo. Well, you go to the wine bar and get yourself a glass of Cabo because Australians shorten everything. Oh, and, yes. uh, and so I said, so you really like Cabernet Sauvignon? And he was like, what is, what is that? <laughs> and I said, uh, that is the red wine that you are enjoying at this time, sir. And I don't know anything about wine, but I know that it's called Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> and it was pretty damn funny. All right. So what we've learned, I need to go to the dentist. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm talking, by the way, with Karen Rontowski. It's KarenRontowski.com. dot com. It's at Rontowski on Twitter every day, Monday through Friday, on Periscope that she posts on Twitter and Facebook. Card, card of, the, of day. the day, card of tarot card of the day. She does a monthly thing over at Flappers called Psychic Stand Up at Flappers. Your regular dates are on KarenRontowski.com, dot com, right? Just yes, road stuff. Yes, yeah, and then uh, and they can do readings. They can. There's a little calendar where they can pay for readings, and I just added thirty minute readings. So if anyone's interested in a tarot reading, that's on on my webpage also. Right. Which is, uh, so if, if, uh, I know I've learned things about myself <laughs> and, uh, and you guys have learned something about me, which is that I don't mind a tarot reading, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's the dark forest, you guys, safe space, safe space. Safe space. Yes. And, uh, I'm going to show you that Charles Williams book. Are there any books that you would recommend uh, for the powers that be or any, any books on tape? Uh, uh game of Thrones, obviously. Oh a big fan. my God. Uh, for tarot, they would want to get a book called um, Numerology and the Divine Triangle, and it is a very simple read if you're interested in tarot. It's very simple also about numerology, which is a very interesting, fun way to do things. Numerology and the what? Divine Triangle. Okay. Why is it divine? Why is it triangle uh, divine? That part is, uh, that's a little complicated, but okay. basically when you do numbers, like we are in a year nine, 2016, add that up, it's nine. Okay. And it's the year of purification. You're going to see a lot of celebrity deaths. You're going to see a lot of deaths in general, a lot of divorces, a lot of people between now. Yeah, this year can fuck itself, yeah. quite honestly. Oh, yeah. And oh, between yeah. now and September, the energy is so intense. In the next month? In the next month is where we are supposed to be facing, you will get your issues in in your face right now and if you don't learn what they are mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. will um you will you will uh they will be still resistant. be in your face yes but they're coming <laughs> lessons coming at us boom 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 you know when i first moved here uh holly hansen do you remember holly hansen nope. stand-up comic from minneapolis married uh. to uh tom hansen weirdly enough holly hansen married oh, to tom i hansen. don't think i know her but that's okay. well that's fine she passed away oh uh so i didn't kill her a uh, <laughs> very nice woman anyway she told me you're moving to los angeles you should lie about your age Oh, and so the first and only time I tried to lie about my age uh, was to numerologists <laughs> and not just one, but two, a couple at a grocery store. Oh, wow! and so I didn't know. So I said, well, I'm 29 or I don't know what I said, because when I moved here, I think I forget what uh, in I moved here in 96. Uh-huh. So I don't know how old would I have been? 31. Anyway, so I think I said I was 29 or 28 and um, and they started peppering me with questions about what month I was born and uh, when I graduated from high school. And there were math problems. Is and what then they it were. all unraveled. It all unraveled, unraveled until finally the guy goes, what are you doing? That You would have graduated. <laughs> and I said, I'm lying. I'm lying about my age. Uh, I, it's the only time I've ever done it. And, of course, you people, and I mean that in a general, in the nicest way possible, are numerologists. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I celebrated my 50th birthday, and then we were doing numerology, right. and it turned out I was 49. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Rangers, Karen Rontowski thought she was 50. A year before she was fifty, so <laughs> all my friends were over. They started yelling, "You're not fifty! You're, you're 49. You're forty-nine. Math, math." And I know. I called my sister. She's fifty-two. I go, <laughs> "I've always been two years, years older than me." Did you find that odd? And she goes, "You know, I did." But then I thought, "Well, that's your business." 
that even a thing? Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, we'll see Karen Rontowski. Uh, do, no, no, we're just at an hour. Oh, really? So it's perfect. Oh, that was uh, enjoyable. Yes, 59, whatever. Wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've been talking with Karen Rontowski. Uh, find her doing stand-up comedy, talking out of her joke hole. Uh, and I have uh, had so thank you so much for thank doing this Thank you for show. having me. And you know the rules out there, Rangers, take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?